This is episode 503 of the AWS podcast, released on February 6, 2022. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS Podcast. Sam Lesher here with you. Great to have you back. I'm joined by a very special guest today. I'm joined by Girish Butt, who is VP of Marketing and Strategy at Sumo Logic. Welcome to the podcast, Girish. Thank you, Simon. Glad to be here. Thank you for coming along. We've got an interesting topic to discuss today. We're going to dive a little deep in something uh, uh, nice and technical and security related, etc. But um, to give some context, uh, AWS has been working with Sumo Logic to develop a multi-cloud and hybrid threat detection offer that is pretty interesting. Now, Sumo Logic is a top strategic ISV. It's 100% built on AWS, this particular solution, and it's called Sumo Logic Cloud Seam. Now, for the uninitiated, it's S-I-E-M, not S-E-A-M, Seam, powered by AWS, and it's built on Sumo Logic's cloud security intelligence platform and uses some very cool AWS security services. Now, the point is deep insights to eliminate security blind spots across multi-cloud and hybrid environments and to identify issues before they become incidents, which is always good, improve your security posture and reduce your risk profile. Now, Girish, that's the high level take, but let's dive a little bit deeper. What's changed in the IT landscape that means this was something that was worth building for customers? Yeah, great question, Simon. So maybe before I answer your questions, heads on, a little bit on Sumo itself. Please we do. are an innovative cloud-native software company that pioneered a category of software called continuous intelligence. Continuous intelligence forms the foundation for everything that we do at Sumo in partnership with AWS. That is, our security solutions or observability solutions are based on it. So let me jump back to your question. So uh, there's quite a few things that have changed, Simon. One is the world has changed, first of all. But what do I mean by that? It's no longer the case where you could do things in a siloed and also what I call the legacy way of doing things. That is, on-prem does not cut it anymore. So Mm. as customers, what we are seeing, Simon, are moving towards their, so what they call the cloud journey, what they're realizing is it's not just a single cloud journey. It's the world is embracing multi-cloud. So that's something that's changed significantly, Simon. And I think that that's an interesting change because you, you touched on, on legacy or, or the sort of current estate is that people aren't able to necessarily snap their fingers and move from one mode to the other. So a security posture now has to span more things than ever before. Correct, correct. You hit up on that uh, rightly. So what, what our customers are telling us is that they need the ability to uh, analyze and secure their infrastructure, applications, workloads, wherever they are. They, a majority of our customers use AWS as their backend and cloud infrastructure for their uh, business continuity and digital transformation activity. But at the same time, they do have to use certain applications that might have been mandated by the business units or different different lines of businesses or their partners that requires them to go outside certain single unique cloud categories, rather get into a multi-cloud environment. 
that's where the challenges arise. That is, it's not only we have ultimate confidence in AWS as a platform to not only provide the right security services, but then how do we secure applications and services in a multi-cloud world? That's where the challenges are being experienced by our customers. And that's one of the key challenges that we are trying to address in partnership with AWS. And so beyond beyond sort of covering different environments, et cetera, there are also some, some I think, interesting transformations in the security domain that are really affecting how customers are solving problems. Share with us some, what you're seeing in terms of some of the, the modernization and other challenges that are emerging. Right, right. Yeah, so, so uh, th- what our customers are experiencing is, we hear this phrase, digital transformation. That's, that's foundational for many of our customers. Digital transformation means different things depending on which industry you come from. If you're, if you're already born in the cloud, so to speak, the modern fintech or health tech, health tech companies, it's a different approach than a, a com- company that's coming from, let's say, an inner energy industry that's migrating to the cloud. That is, the challenges they face there are there that the attack surfaces or the threat surfaces that they experience are different from on-premises and what they would experience on the cloud. In other words, it's not only the multi-cloud threat attacks and surfaces or attack vectors they need to consider, but also the velocity at which they need to address this. While cloud has been great, it also provides a rapid way of uh, trying to break into systems. So what we are seeing is that the shift in the threat landscape is not only the old school legacy ways of doing it, uh, uh, that still continues to be there. Plus, there is a more modern way of attacking the, the cloud native surfaces as well. And that's what we are jointly addressing in partnership with AWS. Uh, let's dive into some of the, the challenges around, I guess, the Security Operations Center or the SOC. You know, how are they being structured in this day and age, particularly given that the vast amounts of information now that are generated from a lot of tooling, et cetera, that just didn't exist before? Right. Yeah. So that's a great question. So um, what we are seeing is there are certain categories of customers, customers who have a security operations center, and some customers do not have a security operations center. What, what, what that leads to is that the sophistication and maturity of the security teams at different organizations varies. So what what we are doing in partnership with AWS is that we want to make sure there is a single cloud native platform that provides the foundation, irrespective of what your security maturity level is. That is, use a single platform that serves as a foundation to detect potential threats or attacks wherever you are, whether you're, you have a SOC or you don't have a SOC. In other words, irrespective of your security maturity and your tooling, we want to provide you the ability to not only monitor potential threats, investigate them, remediate them, and respond to them in near real time. And this varies significantly, Simon, depending on the customer profile and what kind of solutions that may exist. So this is a fertile opportunity for the community to get involved and work with AWS, Sumo, and others to help evolve the security posture and journey for most of our customers. That's a great initiative. So let's talk more about the solution itself. Tell us a bit about what Sumo Cloud Seam is and how it works. 
Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, the interesting thing of Sumo Logic clouds empowered by AWS is that at the foundation, it leverages Amazon Web Services. And on top of that, what we've done, we have the ability to ingest any security or IT relevant data that's needed to provide the comprehensive detection and investigation. So what we do is by, based on this massive cloud scale platform is we have added machine learning and analytics capability, which helps accelerate the detection and investigation of potential threats. So once you have this ability to, uh, to uh, add visibility into what could be a potential threat, we provide the investigation workflows so that even customers, whether they have a SOC or not, have the ability to understand if this is a real threat or if this is a false positive so that you can skip that and go on to the next, uh, next level. So in addition, what we do, Simon, is we provide benchmarking. We have a capability called global intelligence that provides the ability to analyze a customer from a cohort basis across the world. So that is given a customer profile, we use anonymized data to provide real-time feedback and deeper insights as part of the investigation. That's really interesting because I think we've seen a lot of attacks, particularly in the ransomware world, where verticals have been attacked. You know, maybe it's manufacturing, maybe it's uh, transportation, et cetera. So knowing what your, your business cohorts are experiencing probably gives you a bit of a head up of the threat landscape. That's right, because uh, unlike other security analytics tools, they're all siloed tools that attempt to baseline potential user activity. What we do this, we, we do, we take it to the next level. We use cohort analysis rooted in machine learning and analysis to give indication as well as the confidence whether a potential alert or a threat is a real threat or not. You're right, this is something that's possible only if you are based on a cloud native platform like Amazon Web Services and leverage the native services that Amazon provides. I think it's interesting too that you know the, in the threat landscape we have there's there's more data than ever, which is why having machine learning is important because machine learning thrives when it's looking for patterns, anomalies, etc. And this is really what's going on. But one of the things that really appealed to me about this solution is the visualization you have of the threat landscape. I think one of your customers talked about uh, that it makes it easy to find needles in haystacks because there's more than one haystack. Tell us a bit about the, the sort of the philosophy around the visualization and, and how customers can, can get actionable data. Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's what I always like to label. Uh, um, you want to know what's happening. So at the, at the, at the, at the base level, think of my, the analogy I like to draw is we provide visibility and posture into the uh, pro insight into your into your uh, security as well as IT infrastructure. That is, you know that something may be happening. That's the initial visibility, and then what we provide is the ability to do deep dive with analytics to investigate a potential threat, and then we provide visualization into how do you understand or how to understand rather the full scope of a potential threat or an attack. And finally, we also provide the ability to analyze this to understand what's the scope of this potential attack and then take remediation or remediative activities in, in, in partnership with the third-party ecosystem through AWS as well as the AWS partners. In other words, it, it starts with 
what I call detection, investigation, and then you uh, respond to the incident and remediate all in near real time. And across this workflow that I just illustrated, we have visualizations all the way from a CISO to a security uh, engineer to a threat hunter, as well as to a compliance manager. In other words, we have persona-specific visualization depending on the organization as well as the role they play within a security team. And you know, a lot of organizations obviously have existing tooling or components of tooling. How does this integrate with those existing tools they might have? Right. That, that's a fantastic question. So what the industry is going through is the, what, what I call the tool, tools or tool proliferation problem. It, it's, <laughs> it's fairly common for a modern enterprise to have 50 plus security only tools. And there is another 100 or so IT specific tools. So all in all, most modern enterprise has more than 100 security and IT related tools. And each of these tools, Simon, could be a potential attack surface or an attack vector that could get potentially get hacked. So what we also do as part of our solution set is that we, we have something called an open integration framework that provides the ability to orchestrate across hundreds and thousands of tools out there so that you can you can take a workflow and you can you can build integration across for different tools and technologies that exist and then build actions not only to detect but also to investigate and remediate in near real time and one of the ways in which we do that we leverage the power of automation and machines to automate at scale and orchestrate across your IT or security stack. And what about getting started? Like, is this a sort of a, a big installation? Is it start small, grow? How do I manage the, the capacity and the, the TCR? Yeah, that's, that's a fantastic question. So all it takes is if someone is an AWS customer, all they need to do is to go and uh, with a couple, with three clicks, you can get started with this solution. In other words, if you're already an AWS customer, it's pretty straightforward. You can log into your account and get started in a matter of three clicks here. So with regards to the TCO itself, everything that we do is built on top of AWS and we leverage native AWS services as well as other cloud services and on-prem services to solve the security posture and provide the right operations capability. So it's fairly common for our customers to onboard themselves in a matter of hours or days. And even some of the largest customers we have had who are among the largest retailers in the world today, they get onboarded in a matter of days or weeks at the latest. That's really interesting and a really great um, great approach. And I guess the other nice thing is, of course, all the, uh, the elasticity and the uh, pay-as-you-go, pay-as-you-use type model all ties in as well, which is one of the benefits of being cloud native. Right, absolutely. I, I know it, it is remiss on my part not to address that. Um, you're absolutely right. So uh, the uh, the elasticity of the solution, uh, uh, the fact that we're a cloud native and multi-tenant solutions is unparalleled in the industry. What that enables from a customer's viewpoint is we have uh, hitless up updates. That is, we we continuously release content on an hourly basis to solve additional use cases, to detect more the ongoing attack and threat landscape better. So th this can, uh, our customer's environment is protected in near real time without any downtime on part of the customer. And also uh, one example I want to give here is 
we had a customer who was hosting a large sporting event, let's say one of the largest sporting events in the world. And they, with few hours of work, uh, with prep work, in fact, just to uh, determine what their needs were, they, they scaled from tens of gigabits per of traffic to uh, multiple terabytes and leading to uh, half a petabyte of traffic within within few minutes, all in real time. And that's, again, testament to the scalability of the platform and the elasticity. And uh, that's not only helps customers save significant dollars or euros or other whatever currency that you transact in, but also helps uh, realize a value much faster than anything that's out there. That's a, that's a big deal. You don't want to get caught short on your uh, threat detection because you ran out of storage space or you were behind in your processing. So that ability to, to, to handle traffic near real time as it scales is uh, it's kind of table stakes now, isn't it, really? No, you're right. Because when, when you're potentially investigating, like the example you gave earlier, it could be a ransomware attack or a modern attack. Scalability is, is the last, should be the last thing on your mind. You need a solution that just scales depending on your needs without having to go figure out how much bandwidth you need, how much uh, computes you need, how many serverless functions you need to run your uh, service. These are all, um, you're right, if, if well-architect, for well-architected solutions, they're table stakes. But unfortunately, Simon, what I see is still legacy old school ways of doing things where People, instead of addressing and keeping their business online and maintaining their business continuity, they still worry about bandwidth issues, continuity issues, scalability issues, which I think, frankly, has been solved 10 plus years for now. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like if that's something you're worrying about day to day, this is something you should have a look at. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. That's that's why uh, our, our joint solution, we've aptly labeled it as multi-cloud and hybrid crowd threat detection, because we do recognize that there are some customers who are at the midway through their cloud transformation or cloud adoption journey. So we want to make it easy and seamless for those customers to migrate to the cloud, as opposed to having to drop all their workloads. We provide a natural migration path from whether they're on-prem to the to the cloud or as well as from uh, to multi-cloud scenarios. Oh, sounds good. Sounds good. Girish, thank you so much for coming on and, uh, and telling us a bit about the solution. Uh, my pleasure, Simon, and uh, thanks for your time as well. And thanks, everyone, for listening. There'll be links in the show notes to the solution so you can get more information. Would you love to get your feedback? AWS Podcast at Amazon.com is the place to do that. And until next time, keep on building.